Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, WPHT, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. All right, it is uh, Dom time. Great stuff from uh, Beth Ann Rossica. If we could get uh, some of these school boards, at least parents, to be aware on record. I mean, how do you have Mrs. Obama's book, but no conservative book? Uh, The transgendered stuff, you would guess. You're not allowed to have anything on the other side of that. And the race book, the 1619 Project, well, that's the Bible. These are suburban school districts. Is that another indicator to of how at least liberal, if not progressive, the suburbs have gone, or at least in positions of power, we see more and more people that are liberal slash progressive in the suburbs. The suburbs really just, uh, face it, uh, not even purple anymore. I mean, Bucks County on paper sort of is, but not when I look at the school districts. All right, Henry, I hope you enjoyed that. Let's play a little bit of Elizabeth Warren. She's on um, a podcast that is kind of uh, Obama, the number of people associated with former President Obama, President Obama, Jimmy Matthews. And she's asked about this blunt rotation. This is their little game. Who would you like to get high with, essentially? And she seems to say someone in here about, well, people that you'd like to have a pedicure with. Oh, my God, I'm like get a pedicure with. Uh, listen to the rotation of what she ultimately comes up with. I'm going to give you a list of people, uh-huh. and we'd love for you to pick four of them as your dream blunt rotation. <laughs> for those who aren't familiar, a dream blunt rotation is a group of people you'd hypothetically like to smoke weed with uh-huh. because they'd be really fun time. Okay. Hypothetically. Okay. So all I'm really telling you, this has nothing to do with weed. Just in, yeah, this if you just, were someone who you think is fun, these are people you'd go get pedicures with. This right. is what you're telling there me. There we go. I'm sure I'm right. following this. Okay. I think I'll get me a beer. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Janet Yellen, Ed Markey, The Rock, Nancy oh, Pelosi. Yeah, I know oh, you I'm have. I'm stopping there. I'm just doing the rock four times. Can rock I four stop times. There? Uh, yeah. I had Nancy Pelosi, Snoop Dogg, Chuck Schumer, and Taylor Swift. Uh, I'm still at the Rock. Just the Rock. <laughs> just the Rock. You and the Rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, four that, times. That's so. totally it's fine. The same thing. Uh, notice how she got out of the political considerations there. Of uh, Taylor Swift uh, was on the list. No oh. Nancy Pelosi. That's uh, damaging. Yeah. I am going to smoke me a joint. <laughs> Yeah, the, you know, th- that's a common meme is the uh, the dream blunt rotation, but on the right. other end of it is the nightmare blunt rotation, which I think pretty much everyone on that list would qualify for. I think Bernie Sanders would be fine. I don't <laughs> he, think it would be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Taylor Swift, I have no not well, seeing the annex in the box, I wouldn't be a fan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, Dom's Money Melody will be coming up. Uh, who did this today? Was it Jim or Dan passing uh, on? Yeah, Dan. Oh, okay. Dan I know he was in uh, a little bit of drowsiness today, but uh, good, good. And we have a $50 gift card to Metro Diner. That'll be coming up in a little bit. Uh, side question today, we're asking, hit us with that person who actually played a president or if they didn't play a president, an actor, 
you think they would be your sense of doing a great job as a president? Uh, no females yet. All right, let's go to um, uh, let's go to uh, Don in Franconia. Hey, Don. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dom. Uh, you know, there's three things I can count on in life: uh, taxes, death, and Dom Giordano being on on a holiday. So, uh, well, thank you. Thank said, you very much. Well, I'm sorry so about the first. I'm sorry about the first two, but. Uh, one positive. <laughs> okay, that's definitely the only positive of the three. Uh, first of all, uh, the school boards. Uh, I I live in a Saturday school district, and I I'm proud to say that of all the school districts you mentioned, the three of them or four of them surround Saturton. They all voted in, and the school board Democrats, Satterton actually voted in five for five on Republicans. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. Well, they did well during COVID, too. We've had the Satterton people on. I agree with you. By and large, it's a reasonable place. But, Don, these others are on paper are not wildly progressive, and yet this is what's going on with uh, their books. So we will hear more on this. We're just getting started with it. Yes, we will. Now, as far as far as Mr. Johnson is concerned, Lyndon Johnson, uh, I was in the military uh, when he became president, and I'm still not convinced that he wasn't a reason why he became president, if you know what I mean. Uh, I think he had something to do with Mr. Kennedy's passing, but that's a story for another day. But anyway... I was in the military. I was one month away from uh, getting out of my two-year commitment because I got drafted. And I think it was called Tonkin Bay or something like that, uh, that him and McNamara lied about and got us into a bigger conflict in Vietnam. And Vietnam is something that changed America forever. Oh, you're, you're right. Yeah, you're right about that. The Tonkin Resolution, you're right. Uh, that's what it was. And it was uh, McNamara just... Scandalous. Uh, Don, who's your president? My president, believe it or not, is the gentleman we're talking about, played by Brian Cranston, of all people. And uh, I can't believe that Mr. Cranston didn't get sick every day after <laughs> filming that, <laughs> his part. Thank you. I love Brian Cranston, of course. Um, Walter White, but also he played a really, really top-notch. I think Roe and I saw that in New York, the stage play, not just, was it a film? Yeah, it was on TV, too. So Brian Cranston playing LBJ is a really good one. I think he captured it, maybe not as malevolent as I like, uh, maybe not as bad as I think it is. That, that's why he's my number one choice. Let me take a couple more here, and then we'll have uh, Dom's Money Melody. Uh, let's go to, oh, here he comes. Let's go to the big guy, Joe Evexton, on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Joe, happy President's Day. Uh, yes, hello, Dom, and happy President's Day to you. My choice of actor for the role of president is Sean Connery. In his later films... And later in age, Connery brings an air of stability as well as a philosophical state of mind. You're exactly right. A particular film, are you thinking about maybe The Untouchables? 
No, I have no specific film in mind, but um, he's consistent in all his films. Yeah, definitely. And I, I agree with what you uh, said, though, what he brings in later years there, Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery, you know, you got the accent, but he can take another accent if necessary. I could go and watch The Untouchables right now. That was uh, just on a couple of days ago. Uh, on one of the cable it, channels, yeah. I'm flipping through. I'm like, wow, Untouchables, we got to watch. Yeah, the music is stirring, the yeah. backstory, the... Uh, the uh, Sean Connery character is uh, unbelievable, and De Niro as Capone, it's hard to imagine that's De Niro. And you right. think about those yeah. actors, like Kevin Costner, he was just yeah. getting started out. And, he was very uh, good, yeah. Uh, Andy Garcia just getting started out as well. Uh, one small thing, if you ever want to get something that shows somebody flailing, what you do is you have them swing in their arms. This happens when Capone's convicted. But his feet are off the ground a little bit. It makes you look ineffectual. You're just thinking. If you think of that, that scene at the end where he's convicted is beyond belief after he smashes his own lawyer and all hell breaks loose yeah. out. And uh, Connery, um, Costner's, Costner's like, yeah, never stop. Uh, yeah, never stop. You stopped. heard me. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> and Capone's like, you're not but talking a badge. You're not but talking a badge. And you just, yeah, great and movie. Feet up in the air. Okay. 855-839-1210. We're watching all kinds of predictions of horror on New York uh, with the Trump decision. One, New York businesses will flee. We'll see. And the truckers. Now, today's a holiday, so we haven't quite seen that yet about what difference the truckers will make with holding, bringing supplies to New York. If you had a thousand truckers even that are involved in that, that could make things difficult. I, I have a chart if that starts to tell you how long it would take to make things really difficult in New York. So we have truckers out there. I, I meant to ask this early on. You can get in. You know, it would, it, they might get fired. They might lose money. Might, all kinds of things could happen. It would have to be a massive number that are doing this for people to. And, and what are they going to do? Rescind this? I don't know. I don't think this is like the Canadian truckers. That was a more direct thing to them on so many fronts, but it worked. Well, at least it worked. The government overkill on that was incredible. So this is um, $355 million undercuts any justice that might be said on the other side. This is a smaller matter if... People are going to be prosecuted for this, and that's a big if. The fine would be in the million-dollar range, something like that. Uh, Bill in uh, – now, wait a minute here. I got a uh, line up here. Let's go to uh, Joe in Chester. All right, Joe, who's your president? Hello, Dom? Yes, Joe. Oh, it, 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 Joe in Westchester? That, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, this goes back a ways, but if you give me a, no, just a minute. I, I don't just have too much time, Joe. Just, just tell well, me, who, who's your guy? Well, then you guys can research it. Raymond Mack, okay. he played Lincoln, and it's, it's just funny because he has an amazing history. He's wounded in World War One in the Canadian Army because he's Canadian. American. Okay, I got you. Raymond Massey, um, big-time actor, a little bit dated, but yeah, Lincoln. Okay, we got you on that. Right now, though, it is time for... It's Dobbs Money Melody. Where's all the money gone? All right, we're playing for a $50 gift card today, substantial to the Metro Diner. I've been to the Metro several times. Every time we have this, I tell you great things about them. All right, what's the backstory today? Okay, so we're looking for the artist of the song I'm about to play. 
uh, to describe this person, this underrated, model-loving singer, who blasted the popularity in the late 90s singing the main song of a superhero movie, is celebrating his 61st birthday today. So like I said, mm-hmm. we're looking for the artist who sings this song. That's all we're giving him. Wow. I was going to say anybody can do that line. It's the next line that is the grabber a little bit further Mm -hmm. on that uh, is where the real artist comes in. All right. Who is covering that song? 855-839-1210. Jump in and we have a $50 gift card to Metro Diner, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push... Pound 1210, and we'll get you on board. Hey, let's uh, talk about Dr. Bentz. My friend, my dentist, tremendous board-certified uh, prosthodontist of the Bentz Dental Group in East Norriton. Your oral health can have an impact on your heart health. Talk with Dr. Bentz several times, even uh, cut a uh, thing for our website with him talking about this because of the importance of it. Bacteria in your mouth from gum disease and gingivitis can actually have a negative impact on your heart. Make an appointment now to see Dr. Bentz because maintaining good oral health contributes to your overall health. Studies have shown a link between oral health and certain pre-existing conditions like diabetes, osteoporosis. Call Dr. Bentz today. He delivers state-of-the-art care for his patients with great service second to none. Plus, I always tell you about the staff, the infrastructure there, that 3D printer. You know, we have fun with it, but you got to see this in operation. What a great way of making your teeth convenient. They fit the first time beautifully. Get that beautiful smile that you've always wanted to. You'll get all this with the place that I go for years and years, the Bentz Dental Group. It's Bentz, B-E-N-T-Z, dentalgroup.com. Or call for that appointment today at 610-272-6949. TheBenchDentalGroup.com or 610-272-6949. It's the Money Melody. Where has all the money gone? Show me the money. All right, let's hear the clue again today. Henry, uh, this day in history, I think it's a birthday. Uh, the artist is 61, popular song, 90s. Let's hear it. You will never, ever, ever know me. All right, as stingy as Dan. Let's go to Jerry in Wilmington. Oops, I, I'm sorry. It's Michael and... Wait a minute here. It's it's Michael and Claymont first, right, guys? Uh, I don't know why I saw that. Uh, Michael, welcome in. Who's the artist? Uh, I'm ho- very well hoping it's a very good uh, singer, songwriter, producer, uh, Seal. Guys, is that the answer? All right. Nicely played. I'll put you on hold. All right. Seal is the uh, answer today. $50 gift card to Metro. Anything else, Henry? You have in your notes here? No, that's all I got. Okay. All right. We'll do it again tomorrow. I'm not sure. Usually when we get started, it might be Metro Diner again. $50 gift card there is substantial. All right. I just saw this from Jonathan Turley, who uh, has been the best in analyzing the Trump verdict. 
He said, not only is it the excessive $355 million, but the total that Trump would have to deposit in the court account is $455 million. That's the poison pill. In other words, if he wants to appeal this, I don't know if you can appeal the judge's decision to say that you have to deposit $455 million in order to um, even bring up an appeal with ongoing interest in the court account. And Charlie writes in the New York Post, under New York law, Trump cannot appeal this ruling without depositing the full amount, including interest. Even for Trump, $455 million is hard to come by. Likewise, a bond would require a company to guarantee payment for a defendant who has been barred from doing business in New York and is facing the need to liquidate much of his portfolio in New York. You know, and you don't want to liquidate all this stuff. I don't know the timeline on doing that because then you have a fire sale where people are going to be jumping in and it's going to be uh, not easy to get any value out of what you hold in New York. This is, this is the weaponized part that only Turley has been talking about that I'm telling you that hasn't been widely reported. You know, how in the world don't you have a right to appeal this even if um, you believe Trump did it? And again, in the court documents that I looked at, I don't remember how many pages it was, but flipping through it over the weekend, The judge did say it's kind of a venial sin here, what Trump did, given it might happen to some degree, but Trump was not remorseful about this. So here we go, right? And uh, I don't know that Trump was remorseful about it. So that's $355 million. What I'm saying is, even if you say you weaponize this and go down this path, that Trump is guilty of inflating various things, the penalty would be kind of in the league of what I believe the uh, Trump brothers got, which is 2 to $4 million, something in that league. Okay, you may not like it. You may say everybody does it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But not $355 million. The judge seems to feel, well, I could have said you can never uh, own a business in New York, never do business in New York again. But the poison pill that's in here kind of tells me it's going to be difficult for Trump. Now you're thinking, well, isn't he a billionaire? Yeah, come on. But you know, that that's on paper. That's assets. That's not liquid. $455 million, just in one fell swoop with all those legal bills and all that, that's a substantial number of things you're going to have to sell off, and that takes time. Unless you'll just take, you know, pennies on the dollar for it, to make this so that you can appeal. So I don't know that there's going to be an appeal on this. And on and on it goes. But uh, Trump shows up on, this will be cut 8A, guys. Trump shows up at uh, Sneaker Con. And I was wondering, what the heck is he then it dawned to me? Yeah, he's going to put out a sneaker on Saturday. This is cut 8A. Here's how it sounded at Sneaker Con. Thank you very much. This is a big crowd. You know? Hello, 
everybody. So thank you very much. And we have a few young ladies that are up here crying. Look at you with the Trump 2024. Thank you, darling. I love you, too. Wow. A lot of emotion. There's a lot of emotion in this room. Thank you. Thank you. So So the really nice thing is we have lines, and I want to thank Chase, and I want to thank Alan. But we have lines going all around the block. They're going all around this block. They've never seen anything like this one. All right. There were an equal amount of cheering and this woman who couldn't, you know, he brought up on the stage and also people going nuts. And then the obscene chants uh, back toward Joe Biden at SneakerCon. Very few presidents or public figures could uh, go into a situation like that. Uh, The verdict seems to be on my Twitter and in general. The gold sneaks. Oh, my God. You're wearing them where you just have putting them in your room as a collector's item. The white, I'm not seeing it. Those are just not. They're going to fall apart just a couple times up and down the court for whatever court you're going to be on. Yeah, one hard cut in those. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not only that, the ankle and that. I'm just picturing that. No way. The red looks a little bit more solid, if clunky. You know, I don't know who designed these exactly. (laughs) But he did sell out the uh, $1,000 limited edition randomly autographed. Didn't autograph all of them. <laughs> you can't make it up. Will there be a Biden? Henry had a great suggestion. It's the suggestion of the show. No Biden sneaker. The Biden slippers. Those will be coming out soon. Yeah, shuffle around all, yes. all you want in those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so it's 855-839-1210. Uh, you get on board. Again, where are the victims? We've talked about this today. I don't go as far as a few callers. I know they're wound up. To say, well, they should have charged the big Wall Street banks uh, here with something, too, if you're going to charge Trump. (sighs) I guess in the realm of you can charge anybody, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. I guess you could. But it just strikes me that uh, that's even more far-fetched. Everybody was happy with this. There's no direct victim There's no victim even in general. This is the most weaponized of all is the bottom line. There's no Bernie Madoff here. The banks either, I'm unclear if they did their due diligence and just said, look, we're going to do more business with Trump in the future. So uh, why are we going to argue over this? And some of it was egregious. You know, the measurement of his apartments, he said uh, 30,000 square feet versus 10,000. Okay, that's a venial sin in this. I mean, maybe it's a little bit more over the line of puffery that you get in real estate back and forth, each side trying to buff up, you know, where's the line that makes this fraudulent that you end up? There is no line that ends up with $355 million in damages. It's made up. It's going to continue. And the polling indicates that every time this happens, it helps Trump. All right, 855-839-1210. Before I take another call, I want to play, uh, Henry, one more time uh, this uh, cut four, because this is the first time we have somebody more on the inside in, on record. This is uh, historian Douglas Brinkley. He's one of these historians that gets in there with Biden, tells him BFDR, BLBJ. Listen to what Brinkley says is keeping Biden in running for president again, other than his own, he wants to be president. How about Dr. Jill Biden? 
Jill Biden, the first lady, has been out front working with the president, uh, urging supporters to rally behind him. Do you believe she's a vital part of this campaign? She is the vital part. Dr. Jill Biden is it. You know, if you go back to 1952, Harry Truman could have run and he didn't. Why? Well, the Korean War and, you know, other. But but Bess wanted to go back to independence. The, the, you know, he, he didn't like it in Washington. If he cut to 68, uh, Lyndon Johnson was quit in March of 68. And people say because of Walter Cronkite. No, the big thing was his health was bad. He had a bad heart. He was smoking, high blood pressure, tension. And Lady Bird Johnson didn't want to stay in it. He wanted, let's go back to Texas and convinced Johnson to step down. So the Truman, I'm giving you two, Truman could have stayed on and Johnson. And they both said, no, it's because their wives, their spouse said enough. That's not the case with Jill Biden. She likes power. She wants to stay. She wants some sense of revenge. She likes power. Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, we never knew all those uh, magazine covers. And, oh, she's Philly Jill and she's an Eagles fan. No, 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 no. She's not getting her out of that White House. And she wants revenge. What does this woman think? The revenge on whom and for what? Revenge for bringing up Hunter Biden? the guy who's gotten away, who is the face of privilege, revenge against the family business, revenge against the fact that this woman seems incapable to me of teaching almost anything. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. That's how you'll uh, get in with Dom. The side question today, give us that actor who played a president or one that you think could play a president. We'd love to see that. By the way, uh, Joe Biden is um, analyzing whether to uh, put out an executive order stopping what we're seeing going on at the border. Now, wouldn't that undercut what he's been telling us, that he doesn't have the power? Of course, it would be hypocritical. But that's better for him, I think. They may think, in the short term, because of the damage this is doing, in not only big cities, but I mean all over the place. Uh, we got a story today in Chester County, some of the nonsense uh, that's uh, going on due to um, uh, South American drug gangs uh, coming our way right there in Chester County. All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board with Dom and Dan and uh, Henry today, pinch hitting, and Jim on Talk Radio 1210. Let's uh, talk about celebrating American Heart Month with Rescue Natural Supplements. For over 38 years, Rescue brand Omega-3s have been providing people with the essentials to fortify heart health, reduce inflammation, and support healthy cholesterol levels. That's why it's the best time to dive into Rescue's February special. Right now, Rescue's most popular products are premium Omega-3 fish oil supplements or buy one, get one free exclusively for American Heart Month. Just use the listener code Omega 50 when placing your order. Call them today at 826 Alive, 800 262 5483. Speak to a knowledgeable product consultant or use the code Omega 50 online when you visit res q.com. Res q.com. Don't forget the code O M E G A 50. Buy one bottle of a Rescue Omega 3, get a second bottle free. Again, use the code O M E G A 50. Fortify your heart with the Rescue Omega-3. 
All right, Dom Giordano Show. Uh, boy, just going over some of the choices today. This has been spectacular. The side question today, simply hit us with that person who played a president that you think was outstanding or somebody who should play a president. All right, we haven't gotten any females. Let's see if Lance has something here in Galloway. Hey, Lance, afternoon to you. Go right ahead. Good afternoon, Dom. Uh First off, I want to thank you uh, for the many, many times that you filled in for Jim Bohannon. I still uh, think uh, you were an excellent choice, but uh, the other gentleman is doing pretty well. Well, Lance, thank you, and I just want to say a word. Uh, No better guy than in this industry, I would argue, maybe even in any of the things I've done over a career, than Jim Bohannon, just uh, every bit as good of a guy as he was on the air. And I'll just segue off that. He wasn't a star. He was a whole constellation because he brought every one of his listeners in, no matter north, south, east, or west. Yep. As the kind of class guy. So anyway, I wanted to. I thought about uh, Dustin Hoffman because he's played some really quirky and outstanding roles throughout his life in the early parts, from The Graduate mm-hmm. all the way up through Rain Man, all the way up through uh, the friggin' uh, Indian that he played, 110 years old. I mean, the later shtick with, uh, you know, the Fock, uh, the Fockers, uh, not too cool. But I think, and plus, he could play a woman. He could be Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> you always got that going on. Yes. <laughs> really? He's already proven it. <laughs> that is an outside the box. Thank you, Lance. Well, I got one other thing. Just, yes. Dom. Yes. For the president, just so you know, George Washington was born Thursday, February 22nd. You know, so that's two, two, two in the year 1732. And I told your caller, this was the uh, this was the quiz test that I wanted you to put out there. Name the nine presidents whose last name only have one syllable. That's a President's Day quiz. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, You know what, Henry? I hate to admit this, um, but at the, you know, through grade school and through high school, I would routinely spelling tests and all that get 100, except. Some years they would put in accent marks. You had to put on something. For some reason, I just completely, I would just have to try to fake it and muddle by. So I'm trying to think of one syllable, nine presidents. Can you think of any? Uh, I mean, Polk. Yes, Polk. Yeah. Uh, Two Bushes. Yeah, that's Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, So far. Yeah. So. um, Oh, man. After that, I start blanking. Polk. Tyler. No, not Tyler. Madison Jefferson. Uh, I got to think on that yeah, a little right. bit there. It is, it is a tough one. Yeah. There's nine of them. Right? What Taft? Taft. Taft. No, Taft wasn't a president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Robert Taft was a president. I'm thinking that he got stuck in the bathtub. That's right. Yeah. And then he went on to the Supreme Court. Yeah, Robert Taft. Very good one. All right. We got three down, six, and the clock is ticking. Uh, let's go to Jim in South Jersey. Hey, Jim, afternoon to you. Uh, afternoon to you, uh, Dom. I almost, uh, told your call screener my, uh, my whole, uh, uh, issue, but I'll repeat it. It's, uh, it's in connection with, uh, the Trump case in New right. York that, uh, my brother is an MAI, you know, real estate appraisal. Okay. And, uh, you know, that, when he goes and borrows money from a bank, I mean, they just don't give him the money. They go over 
And it's that if you ever seen a report on a property that probably he would, uh, you know, borrow money for, the reports from the appraiser is about an inch thick. And you would read through that and it, it would bore you with so much detail. So, I mean, that case really, in fact, it should have been tried in the commercial section, okay, and not the civil or criminal Well, section. look, I would agree with you, but it, there is no doubt, for example, that I don't have them all in front of me. He inflated the apartment size. And look, they, they had to know that, to your point, and they just went along with it because in the greater good, they're going to uh, make money there and in, in the future. I, I, I'm not sure whether that, that was the case. I mean, you know, if you're saying that, fine. But in those bank, those monies that he bought or borrowed from, like Deutsche Bank yes. and places like that, they just didn't take his word for what you know his other his uh, maybe the collateral he's putting up. You know the value of that. I, I'm not sure. Okay, but, but here, you know, here's, the thing, today, though, yeah, here's the thing, though. Yeah, here's the thing, Jim. At, the, the, the flying the ointment. That, yeah, for him to make an appeal, he's yeah. got to come up with 400 million. I mean that you can you can see Dom. That is a railroad job number one. Oh, exactly. And he's got to come up with four hundred fifty-five million, and he's got to be selling off these New York properties. Unclear on the timeline on that, Jim. It'll be dollars. I mean, how in the world he's going to suffer a massive loss of at least a half billion here? Yeah, yeah. Or, or the alternative, he might get one like a what do they call it, where they you raise funds. Uh, well, he you is. know, a crowdfunding or whatever he's, they call it. Yeah, he's got about a half million. If he gets ten million, that would be a lot on that. By the way, the woman who is now in charge of all the Trump stuff appointed by the court usually deal dealt in mafia matters. It just shows you the weaponization of this is just unbelievable. Uh, yeah, sure, it's. Uh, but I'll tell you, if if uh, he becomes president. Their history. <laughs> well, absolutely. Jim, do you have an actor as president? Yeah. No, I don't remember, you know, what he played. But Kevin, what was it, Kevin Klein played uh, uh, president. Dave. Dave. Pardon me? Didn't he play Dave? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think so. He, Thank you. He imitated a president, Kevin Klein. I believe that's the one you're referencing. Uh, Bill in Monco on Talk Radio 1210. All right, Bill, who do you have? I have Gary Sinise playing Truman. And two parts to that, Gary Sinise really proved how versatile an actor he is, not just Lieutenant mm-hmm. Dan. He did Truman from uh, you know his uh, young adulthood to president and really captured Truman making the most profound decision of any person on the face of this earth to drop the atomic bomb. What's the name you of know, the film? Uh, I, I, I did Truman. Oh, just Truman, yeah. Just Truman, okay. Truman, yeah. It was on HBO. It's 95. Okay. Um, it's really underrated, and Gary Sinise's performance in this. Well, I'm unaware of it. I've got to watch it because Gary Sinise, to me, is one of the 10 greatest Americans currently. Uh, whenever I've had him on, the guy just reeks of what we want Americans to be as citizens. Right, Dom. It's one of, it falls into that category before of those obscure movies. You know, oh, that, Sleeper. That side question you yeah. had. This yeah. falls into that realm, too. All right, that is a good one. I didn't know that. All right, uh, the lightning round is next. Uh, these have been uh, tremendous. Well, let me take Drew of Upper Darby here. He's got a couple of things. Hey, uh, Drew, afternoon. Happy President's Day. Hey, Dom, thanks. Happy President's Day. I'll be quick, Dom. You know what, like how you talk about the issue 
with the Trump supporters if if Trump is convicted, should they still vote for him? And, and I say absolutely because my analogy, Don, Don, say say if if you're a victim of a petty crime and they they show you a lineup, though the suspect is isn't in that lineup, you pick someone on purpose who you, you just don't like, so that person is tarnished for life. And that's what's happening in the Trump. Well, right. The logic, you're right, Drew. The logic of it is this. If you believe, as many people do, and increasing, this is all weaponized, and this one we're talking about is the most weaponized, well, then if he's convicted of something, how in the world do you drop him now when you believe this was all fraudulent to start with? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. And, and Don, my side answer, I I always liked this actor. He was always a, a humble, bad guy. He was a hard drinker. He was a hard drinker in um, Hoosiers. And I and uh, his and um, Ulysses S. Grant was a hard drinker. I think Dennis Hopper would have been a great actor to play Ulysses Grant. Oh, that is an excellent choice. By the way, since you're a fan of Hopper, uh, are you a fan of 24 the first year? He played a villain in 24 the first year. Absolutely. He's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Yep. He was only in there at the end, and Jim Kelly and I used to share that a lot. But, yeah, he was very good. All right, 855-839-1210. It is the lightning round next. We'll get a winner. Put your name into the hat, and away we go. 855-839-1210. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. All right, this is where we uh, get into the real finale here. We've had four or five tremendous ones. Side question today, give us that actor that played a president or you would like to see play a president. I'm picturing Dennis Hopper. My God, that was outside the box. Uh, shooter in... Uh, in Hoosiers. Yeah. Don't but, get caught watching the paint dry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they really, Gene Hackman must not be a basketball guy. They made him as coach say, well, we're going to trick him. We're not going to give the ball to Jimmy. It's like, yeah. come on. Jimmy shoots the ball. That's it. The disgusted look on everyone's face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. All right. Uh, let's go to Bill in box. All right, Bill, who's yours? Well, uh, from the West Wing, Martin Sheen. Yes, the other point of view, Martin Sheen, though, uh, classic uh, presidency, maybe too close to the progressive truth there, but yeah. Uh, Gene in Abington. All right, Gene, who's yours? All right, I'd like Douglas Brinkley to introduce me because I picked also Harry Truman in Give Him Hell, Harry. It was James Whitmore on the stage. Yeah, Whitmore is a great, uh, particularly stage actor. Classic actor. Absolutely, absolutely. And I got to see that uh, Truman film that was recommended with Sinista. For some reason, I missed that on HBO. Uh, Charlie Norland, Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Charlie. Oh, yeah. uh, and you could have uh, Grant as uh, one syllable. Ah, Grant. All right, we're up to four. Henry. Here we, we go. Do you have any more? We got five left here. The clock is ticking. Mike will have to and pick my, up the cudgel here. And my nominee is not only could he play a president, he was a president, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, that's right. Did play a president, too. This is a pretty heavy-duty one. Arguably the best actor of this generation. 
A lot of people think that. I'm not sure. I think Denzel, but Tom and Percasy. Tom, who's yours? Hey, so before I give you my answer, I got a worst president. I was in the Marine Corps during Jimmy Carter years. Um, went to Cherry Point for three years. Never got any ammo to shoot my rifle. Went to the rain. Went to the armory every month to clean my rifle. Before I got out, they sent me to the range to make sure I could qualify. When I went to fire my rifle, the firing pin had been worn down too short from cleaning. Never fired. Wow. Yeah, well, look, yeah. no doubt uh, Jimmy Carter, the uh, hosky, uh, hostage rescue in the desert, etc. The rabbit, if you remember that. The gas prices, the alternate days. I just think he's leavened a bit. I, I, I don't see him. I see Biden as just a um, petty, angry guy. I don't see Carter quite as much, but I had him down there pretty low. No doubt. But anyway, so uh, Oscar award-winning actor in a Spielberg movie that I just thought he did so great by his facial expressions, his tonation, his body movements, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis is a big, big-time actor, without a doubt. Uh, Let me take one more today. Charles in Downingtown. All right, Charles, who's yours? Uh, William Devane as Kennedy. He did it the middle of October 1973 and was fantastic at it. Yeah, I didn't didn't like uh, Kevin Costner in that. Uh, Too smart for the room as the uh, press, uh, you know what I mean? But... Devane as Kennedy was was good, very good. And my own name is Ford for president. Ford as the worst president? No, no. Oh, oh, it's the syllables. My own name for president. Uh, that's right, George. Ford. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, how many do we have? Five. So let's see. Ford, two Bushes. So that's three. Polk, Taft. Five. And no, we have one more. Someone just said one. Uh, we have six. I forget the six. Uh, I have to leave some cleanup duty for Mike this afternoon here sitting in for Rich. We need three more. I'm sure he's he's working that up right now into an angle as we speak. Not Trump, though. No. Biden. No. Well, Trump. Yeah, Trump. Trump. I, th- I think Trump is one. Yeah, yeah so one seven. syllable. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be Trump. Uh, it's, it's one syllable. Okay. At six. I like how you got Polk. That is a... Uh, I don't know why that came to mind first. No, that is that is a great... I mean, there's a whole sector of Van Buren, Polk, and those presidents in there that are kind of murky. Not much uh, came out of that. You know, there's a gap after the founding father era that's pretty deep. All right, uh, Henry, we got some uh, contenders here today. Give me some that you were thinking about. Yeah, yes, we do. Okay, so, I mean, there's a lot of good ones today. Everyone had phenomenal calls with this, so... I'll, I'll give I'll give a handful here. So I really liked uh, Don and Franconia's answer with uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. I mean that that was a no brainer. Joe and Exton always coming in with the heat. <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> he, I mean he's always he always comes collect. It's, oh it's man, he, he uh, is this. Lance Lance and Galloway, another good one. He had Dustin Hoffman. Uh, I think Jim will second that one. And uh, I, I kind of like Charlie and Orleans too about uh, Ronald Reagan as Ronald Reagan. Okay. Makes sense. I like the Cranston. I saw that in his LBJ, and I just think the guy is an unbelievable actor, and I thought he pulled off LBJ. Let's go with Cranston here. Right. Again, tip of the hat to Henry uh, coming over from the Zioli hey. Show today. 
Hey, uh, Mike Opelka is here. I think he's got our uh, final uh, Oh, answers. Mike, already? Don't give it away. It's President's Day. You need some stretchability here, Mike. What do you have? <laughs> we have a crowded room today. We're going to talk uh, best presidents and worst presidents for the economy with the great capitalist pig, Jonathan Honig. Ah, but- now did you hear my worst president ever for any reason ever? It's not Biden. I, didn't, I wasn't a hack on that. It's LBJ. Yeah, I agree. I, LBJ settled us with so much yes. with the the not-so-great society. Exactly. That was a great call. Excellent call. But the nuns used to beat this into us. We had to memorize all the presidents, so the monosyllable uh, presidents <laughs> were easy. You got the two Bushes, Ford, Trump, Polk, Grant, Taft, Pierce, and Hayes. Oh, Rutherford B. Hayes yeah. he's going today. here. That's big-time stuff. Yeah, that's it. it it's, uh, it's wonderful to see people having interest in our presidents because all of them, left, right, middle, they deserve our, our respect, and we, we should know them. Absolutely. Mike, enjoying listening to you today. Four big hours. Thank you for jumping in. Henry, great stuff for uh, Dan today. And Jim at the controls, thank you. Follow on Twitter at DomShow1210 here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Tom Giordano, weekdays 9 till noon on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.